Hey, welcome to the show. Today's guest is personal trainer Jay Scott, and he talks about his journey, fitness, starting small, and much, much more. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast. And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. My name is Blake Soule, and I have another special guest for you today, and his name is Jay Scott, and I'm really excited to talk with Jay as he's going to share his personal journey with us and how he is now one of the most successful in-home personal trainers in Lexington, uh, Lexington, Kentucky. So I'm really grateful to have him on and to learn more about him. And uh, without further ado, Jay, thanks for coming on the show today, and how are you? I am doing great, man, and I appreciate you having me on. So it goes both ways. Absolutely, and I love hearing that. So, Jay, just for starters, um, talk about you know who you are. What what's your story? Well, my story is I grew up in a super small town. Actually, I grew out outside of two small towns in like a cow pasture <laughs> <laughs> in in southeastern Kentucky. So, I'm coming from a real small area, and I had to overcome a lot of mindset issues, a lot of things that were holding me back. And I really, in the area that I was from, it was like you wanted to work at a factory. You know, okay. if you could work at American Greetings, <laughs> that's where my grandparents were, okay. you were doing real good, you know. And so I was a little bit of a chubby kid, and I came up through grade school. It's always small. And then when I got to upper grade school, I was chubby, and so I always had self-image issues, problems with that. And that kind of got me into fitness like it does a lot of people. A lot of the mm -hmm. fitness industry, people have these self-image issues and body issues. And it took me into that, and I learned how to do it myself. And I was so unbelievably happy about how I transformed my body that I became a certified personal trainer at 19 and then spent about 11 years working at YMCA's, training a couple clients on the side, all that kind of stuff. And then at 30... I was in my parents' basement and thought, something has to give. And I, that's when I started my journey into entrepreneurship. I started blogging. I was able to get some TV appearances. This is, you know, cutting it kind of short here. There was a lot of steps in between. Mm -hmm. But I was able to get a full client roster. And now I'm with iScience Fit, which is my startup. And we're actually bringing these systems into people's homes through the power of the Internet, webcam. We're actually training people in-home with webcam, which is super cool. Yeah, and when I saw that, I was like, wow, that that is something completely different than anything that I've ever seen. But before we jump into iScience Fit, let's go a step back and let's talk about how um, you went from your parents' basement at age 30 to, to now one of the most successful in-home personal trainers mm -hmm. uh, in business down in Lexington by the time you were 32. What 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 was it that pushed you there? Um, and also, by the way, I I love the YMCA. I actually was a camp counselor uh, 
uh, over at one of the YMCA camps, a great place. But, yeah, so what was that like for you um, to make this huge transition happen in only two years? It was a mindset shift. It really was. I, I had a mindset that you had to know people, you had to have connections, that I didn't have them. And every time something would happen where I didn't get what I wanted, which typically happens about every five or to ten things you ask for, you may get one one or two of them. You right. know, this is just typical the way the world works. But I would use that as, oh, see, the world's against me. Mm-hmm. So I better just sit here and play Xbox. <laughs> and so it took me until I was 30 to come to this realization and I came to it looking at a particular concrete block in the basement. I actually put that on one of my YouTube videos. Okay. <laughs> and I remember the block, and I thought, you can't go out like this, man. You know, something has got to change. And so that mindset shift happened, and I started to progress right after that. I started to implement things. So I started to blog. I actually had a website already, which okay. is a step. I started to blog weekly, and I started contacting a newscaster that was from around where I was. And it didn't really get a lot of response at first. Nothing really did. And then one day, I was consistent for, I don't know, probably two months, and I got a phone call. Hmm. And that phone call was a client, a possible client. It was a lead. And I didn't do very well on that sales call, but (laughs) I actually got the consult anyway. And I thought, now you've got to study sales. You've got to study how to do a proper sales call and how to set up a consult. So I I started studying that. And then I got more calls. But I thought I can make this bigger if I knew marketing. So it led me into that. So it leads you from one thing into the next if you can just build some momentum. So that's what happened. A mindset shift and started building some momentum. That's awesome. So what what I'm hearing is that you know, you just got started once you finally had that realization that, you know what, there, there, I can actually make this happen. And then that mindset set in that, you know what, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And and almost like the slight edge, you just started doing one thing, starting with the blog posting. And then that turned into you contacting uh, people in, in the newscaster and then saying, okay, well, I need to learn something else. So it wasn't like at the beginning you sat down and had like this mastermind plan out, like I'm going to do steps A through A through C, and then this is going to happen. You kind of took it one step at a time. Yes, and you know, there's a lot of ways to get to a goal. You'll see a lot of times, I'm really bad for this. I will try to follow something exactly. Like if I make a recipe, mm-hmm. you know, it is important with recipes, by the way. That's not a, the greatest analogy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, if you do leave out one ingredient, like if you don't put the sage in your dressing, it'll still be good, you know? Right. And so a lot of times people get caught up and they're like, well, I can't do this until I get these things perfect. Mm-hmm. And if you wait for something to be perfect, then you can't develop the skills in the other areas because we're only on this earth so long. So you got to make some mistakes. Mistakes are really just learning experiences. And if you don't get enough of those in within, you know, a couple of years, then you're not going to progress fast enough and you're going to get discouraged and you're going to give up. So starting that blog post was a simple step. You know, if I tell people to lose weight, uh, one of the first things is just start taking a walk three times a week. Just a walk. And then let that lead to, eh, maybe I'm not going to eat two donuts at breakfast. I'm just going to eat one. And then go from there and just keep building on top of that. And you're developing habits and routines that are going to lead to the ultimate goal. 
Hmm. And that makes a lot of sense to me because you're, you're saying, you know, don't, don't go from zero to hero <laughs> in one day or even a week, you know, gra- gradually build up to that. So that, that really resonates with me. Hmm. And talk about that. You mentioned, you know, failure. Was, was that something that you had to come to grips with that that was going to be a part of your journey? Or did you kind of already have that figured out before um, you were down in the basement and staring at the concrete brick? I'm a perfectionist, and I had played basketball, and I I don't want to get into basketball because I didn't do a thing with it, okay? But (laughs) I played a lot Mm -hmm. of basketball, like six to eight hours a day for six to eight years. Oh, yeah, same here. And so I I knew from experience that I would drive in, I would miss with my left hand. I was like, I remember one game in particular, and I didn't play in high school. This was where I got this networking thing. Okay. That's where I got my whole realization false realization that people were against me mm-hmm. i didn't even go to tryouts i thought they should come to me <laughs> i'm serious it was that weird so anyway i remember that i was playing in the optimus league and i led that league in scoring you know and that was another reason see i'm the best and they don't even care right know? i didn't even try out I didn't even try. <laughs> so i was dribbling down the left side of the court and when i was in i guess i was 10th no ninth grade mm-hmm and I dribbled. It was the last possession of the game, and I already had like 25 points, you know. And and it was the last possession. I was very confident, but I was I had to dribble my left hand all the way down court, and it just went off my foot and out mm. of bounds. That was it, and uh, I lost the game. And I thought, well, I got to work on this left hand. And so when I went to play pickup ball, I would automatically I would just make myself go to the left hand side of the court, drive in with my left hand, and I make mistake after mistake. And so I already had this built up inside of me that. I knew how to progress. Mm -hmm. I knew how to make myself better. But I didn't think there was any use in it because I had rationalized so much that I could not build a business without Oprah calling out to me or something. And so this whole thing was wrong, and I had to push through that barrier and find out. So while I knew that failure was a learning experience, I didn't believe that I needed to learn anything because I thought it was already over. The Uh, world was already against me, so why even try? Because it's hard to fix failures. You know, it's hard to learn from these experiences. And I'm telling everybody that is not true. You have to take responsibility. You have to make videos of yourself playing basketball and send it out to prep schools. You have to do something. You know, you have to market yourself. You have to at least try out for the Mm -hmm. team. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Don't forget to do that one. (laughs) Yeah, that one could be important there. But, you know, when you're 16, you don't have a lot of knowledge. But what you want to do is you want to push past that that age barrier. And when you're 25, you know, maybe even 20, you can push through that and actually learn that lesson before I did at like 30. So try to speed that process up a little bit. Absolutely. So thank you for sharing that. And, and, and man, that makes tremendous amount of sense to me. And, and that's why I was really happy to have you on. And so we can get that knowledge from you and then someone else can listen in. And of course, you know, take in what we're saying and then, not only just listening to it, but but then going out there and and being able to apply it, and, and not just leaving it here on the podcast or or wherever this is transmitted out to into the world. And so going off of that, here you are, you know, at thirty, had this realization that you know what, I'm gonna take control over my life, and began really building up this successful in-home personal training business. And then you talk about how you were able to, you know, take it from offline into an online space. Can you touch about, 
you know, how that came about and, and was this something again that you just took a step at a time and then really began immersing yourself into this new platform? That one was a little different because I was training people in home mm -hmm. and they were getting great results with minimal equipment, 30 minute workouts. And so sometimes they would go on vacation and mm -hmm. they would still want to train. So I would say, well, let me just do this with uh, Skype. You know, we'll get on Skype. We'll do it through the webcam. And we would do it, and it worked fine. They were just like, thanks, Jay. Awesome. You know, didn't miss right. a beat. And so I was actually sitting one day, and this hit me just like an epiphany, you know. It's like, I can, this is a business. Mm. You know, I can reach so many more people besides the people in Lexington, Kentucky, if I just go with this medium and it's the medium of the future, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And the reason my training is unique in the first place is because I'm very science-based. So I'm not going with all these fads. Everybody has to have a new demon every, every <laughs> news story. You know, well, uh, today it's found out that carbohydrates are making you fat. Oh, it's sugars. Oh, and then, you know, four days later, it's fats. You know? mm -hmm. And it's none of those. It's, a, it's, it's the total amount of those. And the fitness industry is so full of garbage. And I know I'm getting off on a tangent here, but I want to get rid of that garbage and tell you exactly what really works so you can start getting results. And that's why I want to bring it to the world. So that's the underlying reason that I want to bring this to the world. The medium is the webcam. And so if I can change people's lives, you know, I've got tons of testimonials at iSciencefit.com. And if I can change lots of people's lives throughout the world, you know, thousands compared to hundreds or tens in Lexington, you know, mm -hmm. so thousands and thousands. That's what I want to do and eventually millions. And by harnessing the technology of the future, that's what I'm doing with iScienceFit. And so it came about that way as a basically that one hit me just like a realization. And it was instant. You know, I love hearing that because it was just an aha. Like you, you were doing what you do and then, and, and, and by process of that, something else came up and then you just saw it so that so that's really incredible to hear that and just staying with you know talking about you mentioned it just a second ago um your philosophy about about the um the fitness industry i i am you know curious to you know hear what what your thoughts are on it especially for someone who who is a trainer um i have friends that are i'm not a trainer myself but i do have friends who do that as well and so we're where where is your thought process about you already mentioned you know not falling into the fads what are some other things that that you feel strongly about that are that are misinforming the public and having us you know trace ourselves around in a circle and not actually progressing well a lot of times people want to add things and mm -hmm. you do have to add exercise and you have to add some healthful foods sometimes actually you're just replacing but a lot of times people will want to do like butter coffee or something mm. and you're adding this thing that you think is going to make a change because it's easier to add than to subtract a lot of times or to replace okay because that requires a lot of thinking and what i science fit does is teaches you step by step with one small manageable change at a time how to replace and how to possibly subtract things and then, of course, keeps you accountable to add in the exercise. So a lot of things are just geared towards take this peel, add this peel to your diet. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's no fat loss pills that work, by the way. And another one is add 
this exercise routine, which can work to some extent, but it doesn't work well unless you also change your nutrition strategy. So it's a lifestyle change. And any cookie cutter thing that you buy is not designed specifically for you. So if you buy a diet, it's written by somebody who prefers to eat this way. You know, there are a few people on earth that can go without bread forever. You know, they just, they can go with peanut butter and oils and meats and some vegetables forever. Mm-hmm. There, but there's not many of them. Most people are like, I like pasta. I like rolls. I like cereal. I like, you know. And so when you eliminate these huge groups, food groups, it's a problem. And you just simply don't have to do that. You can adapt it, have all your favorite foods, and adapt the nutrition and the fitness to fit your lifestyle. And you do that with what I call fitness minimalism. Okay. And so you want the minimum dose of exercise and the minimum change to your nutrition strategy to get you results. And when you do that, you're making a lifestyle instead of this fad thing that is only going to last, you know, what, two weeks at the beginning of the new year, two to three (laughs) weeks, you know. So we see that all the time, and iScienceFit is is to help the client get the lifestyle that will be maintainable forever and to actually enjoy it, to make it enjoyable. That's the huge difference. The fitness industry is really made up of a lot of marketing and make money at any cost, and that is not what my business is about. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I don't like money, of course. Mm -hmm. I want my business to be successful, but my honor is far before far before making an extra dollar. So, you know, that's great to hear. So thank you for sharing that. And, and that makes sense to me as well, especially when, you know, you could turn on the TV right now or, or go online and it'll be thousands of ways to, to, to do an exercise or, or one person will say, oh, this is the right way. Well, no, this way is better. And then, and then all in between that, a company will come out and say, well, just take this pill five times a day and, and then by maybe a week or two, you know, you'll have the best energy ever and, and you'll have a six-pack and, and and be in the best shape of your life. Yeah. Like, gosh, really? Like, come on. So, yeah, so thanks for, for sharing that, especially to, to even de- debunk that idea that, you know, we can get the results we want by, by doing no work, but instead you're saying doing small maintainable changes to not just make this something that you do on a weekend or once in a blue moon, but something that you really make as a habit and make it as a part of your life and then begin to make that your lifestyle. And so touching on 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 lifestyle and, and particularly the one that you uh, emphasize as far as eye science fit and being able to live a better life, what what does you know, even being healthy do for somebody who is an entrepreneur and saying they're working a lot and, and they're trying to get these things put together. How can how can, you know, fitness and, and nutrition, you know, make this entrepreneur, you know, better at what they're doing? Well, first of all, being an entrepreneur, as you know, very stressful. Mm-hmm. And when you work out it relieve stress to a great degree. And this has been backed up by a lot of studies. And so being able to be less stressed out, less overwhelmed, I've found, this is completely hypothetical what I've found. Mm -hmm. If I'm super stressed out and I get a workout in, then 
typically I am about 25%. This has been my, you know, I think about it after the workout's done. Like right. That. I feel about a quarter better after the workout. So things that just seemed impossible before the workout, within 30 minutes, it is like doable again. So that's a huge one is it relieves stress and pressure and it makes what seems impossible seem more possible. And that does that by releasing endorphins. It does it through a lot of physiological processes and a lot of uh, psychological processes. It's just really, really good for your body and your mind. And also tying in with that anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of anxiety and it relieves that. It helps you take out some of your aggression, some of your frustration. And like I said, it brings up those endorphins and it just makes you feel better. You know, they're doing a lot of research on it now, but it is considerable the difference that adding exercise and good nutrition going along with that to your daily life can make. And then and then finally, there's been a lot of studies that have shown that exercise alleviates depression as well as a lot of antidepressant medications. Okay. And whether those studies are perfectly accurate or not, it's definitely shown that it improves things greatly. So if you haven't tried exercise for those three symptoms, you should be doing it. And then, of course, productivity, the better you feel in your body, then the better your mind's going to work. They're kind of tied in together. So you're going to be a lot more productive as an entrepreneur. And you're going to get more done, even though you take that 30 minutes or whatever to get a workout in. Right. You're going to get more done during the day because you're just going to feel better and you're going to feel better checking those items off your checklist. Now, that's interesting. And and I wanted to ask you, too, since you brought up, you know, the mindset and, and how that also plays a factor in in our lives as far as how we perform throughout the day. Uh, do you feel or that there's a that that connection that we have with the mind? Is it is it better that you would say without even looking at the research or or saying that the research says this or that, that is it better to just tell yourself or feel it in your mind that, that by working out that it's making you, you know, feel better or, or are you more prone to look towards uh, what the research and the statistics are saying? I like the research, mm-hmm. but it's not super deep in this area. Mm-hmm. The experience that I have with it is in the trenches experience with myself and then also with the hundreds of clients that I've had over the years. Okay. And it makes everybody just feel better. They, I ask people this a lot. I'm like, how do you feel after we work out, you know, compared to before? And it's just, it's, it's unanimous that everybody says, I just feel better. I feel much better. You know, I don't know why, but I have more energy. I'm clear headed. I feel better. And I think it's evolutionary that, over time, we've gotten more and more sedentary, but our bodies have not adapted to this new lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. just been within, what, the last 100, 200 years, the Industrial Revolution has really taken away a lot of the manual labor that we had. And now, I mean, we actually can supplement with this. <laughs> Strangely, <laughs> it used to be you had to plow the field. Now, you've got to supplement with it and supplementing with it puts you back in the natural state of things. So it puts your body back in the natural state. Oh, wow. That's an interesting way of looking at it. I never thought of it that way. So thanks for sharing that. So working out is putting us back in, if you will, a natural state that allows us to perform optimally uh, throughout the day. And, and you also brought up, you know, energy, 
you know, we all live in this world now where we see you can go up to your local, you know, uh, drugstore and pick up a, a energy drink and it, it's supposed to, you know, give you wings, blah, 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 etc. What What can we do, you know, to not have to, you know, have all this caffeine or, or, or rely on these stimulants to, to give us the energy that we need um, in order to perform? Well, exercise actually produces energy. This is the main thing I want to say about this. Mm-hmm. It's thought that it would drain your energy, right? Right. But it actually produces energy. It causes your cells to produce energy. Now, whatever you want to determine as energy, it's basically <laughs> what propels us. And it does produce that. And it gives you endorphins, makes you feel better. So working out, I would recommend 30 minutes three times a week, 25 to 30 minutes. And I would do that three times a week consistently. And then even on those off days, you could take a walk and get another little boost. You could do a little bit of cardiovascular activity and get another boost. But what you want to watch is doing too much. More is not better with exercise. Okay. You can go too far, and then it does start depleting your energy reserves. And that, of course, makes sense because if you thought about doing 40 squats, that's good, right? Mm-hmm. You could do that. But think about doing doing 4,000 in a day. I mean, of course, the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> it's going to kill you, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so you want to keep it moderate, but also realize that very valuable point that it gives you exercise when you, or it, or it gives you energy when you do it in moderation. But when you overdo anything, it's bad. Water, you know, drinking eight glasses a day, wonderful for you. Mm-hmm. Drink, drink three gallons a day and you start having electrolyte problems. You can start, you know, having some real issues. So everything in moderation is one big, giant lesson that I've learned over the years. I think that's a great point. So thanks for sharing that one, too. And I also want to touch about, you know, in this new platform that you find yourself in or that you made happen uh, just by, by fulfilling your life's yearnings, can you talk about, you know, the experience and, and, and what you get out of, you know, bringing you know, fitness to, to everyone wherever they are and and what it looks like for someone um, that will want to, you know, go through iScience Fit and get personalized training. Yeah, I mean, it it has been wonderful because I am a basically a helper elf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I do. It's perfect, yeah, I make, it's perfect since this time is almost Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, this holiday. So think of me as the helper elf. <laughs> but I do a lot of free stuff, first of all. So mm-hmm. before you get into, before we get into iScience Fit, I, I have the Full Disclosure Fitness podcast at fulldisclosurefitness.com. 110 episodes of that. I put out an hour weekly. And then I have a YouTube channel where I put up three videos a week, and they're completely free. And they're about all kinds of subjects. I've got 200 and something videos up there. And you can go to YouTube and chi- type in J. Scott Fitness in the search engine. It'll pop up or go to YouTube.com slash J. Scott channel. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to know that you can get tons of free stuff, tons of it, because I'm here to help you first and foremost. And iScienceFit has been great because people that want that more in-depth help and that more customized program, I get to connect with them, look them in the eyes, keep them accountable, yes, but also help them and ease them into the program in the proper way. 
And I've been able to do this with so many people, people in California, people in, in Washington, people in New York, wow. people, you know, it's just crazy that you're reaching so many people. And it's the same thing with podcasting, you know, your show, mm-hmm. it's, it's an amazing feeling. And if you didn't have that feeling, Blake, you wouldn't be doing this. Absolutely. It's a good, good feeling, you know, and so I get to have that feeling and also get to make a living at it, of course, and I get to build a business with it. And uh, it's just been a fantastic experience. And iScienceFit, I want to grow it into being as big of a business as I can and not because of money. I want to do it to help as many people as possible. And so that's why I do the other free stuff, too. It all ties in together. You know, I love hearing you say that because as, as I'm listening to you and, and, and thinking about, you know, you know, when I asked you how, how it made you feel to be able to do these things, and I, and I thought about what it makes me feel like. And in a way, it feels almost like that, you know, going back to when we were kids and having that, that, that childlike imagination and, 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 and being able to, to, in a way, you know, play every day. And, and this fires me up when I get to have guests on like you who are, who, who are passionate about what they're doing and, and committed to, like you said, the, you're the, the helper elf and, and being able to help and provide all these different free resources and just hearing how you're saying it, you know, just communicates to me that, that you are someone who you're not working. Yes, it's work. Everyone works, but it's more like you're playing and, mm-hmm. and, and that radiates throughout you and just continues on with you and, and everything that you're doing. So, so thank you for sharing that. And, and you also mentioned that, you know, you had the podcast. Can can you touch uh, more into that? Uh, what what are you doing on the show? And 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 what's the 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 topic? Is it just all uh, fitness related, or what else are you discussing on there? Well, the tagline is where cutting edge science meets good old fashioned common sense. Okay, and it is. A fitness podcast, but it touches on a lot of issues, and those issues are: why are you eating too much? Why are you not exercising? The psychology, not only of success in fitness, but success in everything, because it all ties in together. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been lifting weights for a long time, and if you want a certain body part to improve, you got to put the time into it. You got to be patient, and you almost have to put it to the back of your mind. It's a strange thing. You have to almost let it run in the background. Okay. You know, you can't freak out over anything that you're trying to improve over. Now, you can get a little obsessed with it. Sometimes that's good. But you can't fret about it, as I would say. You can't worry that if you're learning how to use Twitter, it's only got one, one follower today. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, what am I doing wrong? I don't know. You know, and those kind of things. So we try to address all these issues that come up along the way in fitness and in life and kind of tell you the truth. It's okay that you changed one small thing and you've only lost half a pound this week. It's okay because you're on your way and you're making this a lifestyle and you're learning how to maintain that fat loss once you get it. And that's what people often forget. If somebody could zap your fat away right now, if you're, say, 100 pounds overweight, you would regress right back to that weight being 100 pounds overweight because you don't know how to maintain that smaller body. Mm -hmm. That's what you learn along the way. As you lose the weight, you learn how to maintain that smaller body. The answer is not losing the weight. 
The answer is developing a lifestyle that will support your new weight over time. So the same thing goes with exercise. You don't have to start with some crazy program. A walk is good. Start with a walk. It's better than you were doing. It's an improvement. And none of us are perfect. The only thing we can do is get up every day and try to improve. And that's what my podcast is about. Getting Every week when you listen to my podcast, I hope you're a little better than you were the week before. And it just continues on like that exponentially. That's incredible. And I even enjoyed the analogy that you were giving about it's, it's not losing and if you were to have all that weight gone and if someone could zap it away, that you would gain it back because you didn't learn, you know, going back to basketball, the fundamentals. Yes. You know, and it's and it's not going to happen in, in one day. And this is one thing that I always say, too. It's like we forget that, you know, as, as people, we didn't just start walking one day or, or even talking. You know, it, as a baby, we learn this over a series of months, you know, even up to a year before we actually even begin to to start, you know, crawling or even or, or, or walking and then even be able to make senses. And if we just remember that, you know, in the back of our mind that as a kid, we weren't thinking about, I need to have those results today. Like I need them right now. But it was a slow, gradual process that built up over time. And we think and we think of that, like you said, and we push it back into our minds and just keep it there or even at the forefront and just realize that if I keep on progressing small every single day, you know, five months, six months, a year from now, all of that work that you put in is going to add up. That's a great point, Blake, that that analogy. I've heard that before somewhere way back, but I had forgotten about it, that you learn very slowly to crawl and to and to walk. And that's exactly what I'm talking about is you've got to release this. First of all, you've got to love yourself right now. Mm-hmm. You've got to look in the mirror, wherever you're at, look in the mirror today and say, I'm enough right now. I'm enough. Mm. But if I can improve, I'm going to take the necessary step today and just start to move on the path. But I'm going to be patient because I'm enough right now. Mm-hmm. When you can say that, then you're ready to make this journey. If you're doing it to be worth something at the end, well, when you get there, you're going to look and you're going to see, you're going to watch a movie, you know, and, and you're going to see uh, Ryan Gosling or somebody take his shirt off, and you're going to be like, oh, still worthless. Oh, mm. didn't, didn't know. Guess I'm still worthless. So now I get back on this again. And that's a very unhealthy lifestyle. It's not maintainable. You'll eventually rebound back like a rubber band being pulled back if you strain at it like that. You don't want to strain. Right. You just want to go towards the goal knowing you're good enough right now but you're going to be even better mm, i love hearing that so here here we are you know the say a potential person that you're going to be training and and you've worked with them to realize that you know i am enough i am worth something how i am right now but i just want to make those small improvements what what then is the process that you take them through as far as um, being able to use the training through iScienceFit? Well, what happens is it's, I wanted to make it super simple. Mm-hmm. So you go over and you look at, at iScienceFit.com. You look at the video, the intro video, and it tells you, look up above. It reminds me of Jurassic Park, you know, when they're in there and they're in the, showing 
the DNA. No, no, DNA. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so anyway, I point around and I'm like, you know, go up here, go over there. And when you're ready, after you've looked at the testimonials and after you've looked at uh, the blog and all the videos, then you can click on a free consult button. Okay. And you put your reasons you want to lose fat briefly, your phone number, and best time to call. And then I call you. And it it's very human. You know, you would think that something this technological would not be human. But mm-hmm. that's what I want to bring back because it got unhuman, if that's a word. Right. <laughs> Inhuman. <laughs> it, uh, it went to the DVD where you've got to put the DVD in. You've got to move. This provides you accountability because you've got a trainer that cares. Mm-hmm. And that gives you the edge. And so it starts that way. You just put your phone number in, and then I'll give you a call, and we talk about you. We talk about your goals. We talk about the things you've done in the past. We talk about the mistakes that you think you might have made. And we talk about how things can be improved, and uh, it goes from there. And then you just from there, you go into a little jumpstart package with a small investment, and that, that makes you sure that you enjoy it. And then from there, you go into a full program. That's awesome. So you say you use, uh, is it you go you do the the training over Skype? What what does that look like, and how how do you work with someone? Um, and 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 what what are the type of workouts you're doing? Is it weight uh, weight training, or is it just all you know body weight workouts that you're having the clients go through? Well, first of all, it's surprisingly good. If you've ever talked to somebody on Skype, the internet's getting better and better, mm-hmm. and there's very few problems. Every now and then you'll get a drop call, something like that, but you just call back, and the pro the problems are actually very very small. The way that I train people is the same way that I did it. I learned first with CE Fitness, my business in Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. And I would come to people's house. Sometimes they would have equipment. Sometimes they wouldn't. And I found out people can get in fantastic shape with a few basic movements and keep it interesting with up to, I don't know, I guess I have people do up to 500 (laughs) different (laughs) movements. Nice. But, you know, you can get in great shape just doing squats and push-ups and sit-ups and things of that nature, but I add in plyometrics, I add in Pilates movements, I add in a lot of things that just optimize things and keep it interesting. But overall, um, that's how you get in shape, and then you also adjust your nutrition. It's very, very simple. Mm -hmm. And when people see how simple it is, it's almost like going to college. I consider this like a course that you're taking. And you're learning what really works, and you're tuning out all that media, all that marketing that you've heard all your life, and you're learning what has been proven by peer-reviewed science and what has worked for hundreds of my clients because it's just what works. Like gravity, when you drop something, it falls to the floor. I teach you about thermodynamics, about exercise, just the way things work here on Earth, the things that marketers honestly try to keep under wraps because they can't sell the next movement of books the next crazy cut out all your this or that book or we need to be eating like we did 200,000 years ago book (laughs) you know so I teach you what actually works you start getting results and then you're able to go around tell your friends when they start mentioning this stuff you're able to say you know actually this is all that matters you just need to do this and this and then you can take a bite of your uh, chicken wing and you know you don't have to cut out all your favorite foods (laughs) (laughs) right I like that that you that you emphasize keeping it 
you know, keeping it simple because, you know, that from my experience always seems to be the best policy. But yes, and, and I and I get what you're saying, too, with, with all the mass marketing that that they sell because of confusion and they keep switching it up on you. And you think you got to jump from one thing to the next. So I love that you keep it simple and and talking about, you know, keeping it simple. You know, as I've said, said earlier, you are, you know, someone who is uh, fulfilling life's yearnings. And, and it seems now that you found a way to keep it, not keep your business not only simple for for your clients that you're working with, but also for yourself. And, and by doing so, what what have been some of those, you know, other opportunities that you've begun having as far as um, spreading out your brand as an entrepreneur? And, and again, can you kind of touch on as well, um, you know, the stepping out of your comfort zone or, or being able to get yourself in front of people that you didn't previously know? Yeah, this is a huge subject that I am working on as we speak mm -hmm. because it's one of those things that I'm not naturally good at. I came from a very small area yeah. where everybody knew everybody and right. it was just not necessary to reach out, especially out into the world. It's like, what are you even talking about? You know, right. it's, mm -hmm. I lived an hour and a half from Lexington, Kentucky, and so it was like, when we went to the mall, it was like, okay, let's pack up, guys. We're going to the mall. <laughs> going to the mall today. Awesome. And so, uh, anyway, what I've done to help grow this business so far is I'm doing a lot of interviews like with you. Okay. I'm getting the word out that way because podcasting is a great new medium to let people know about you. Mm -hmm. uh, blogs. Major websites. So, uh, I've written for Mind Body Green. That's a big uh, web online publication. I've written for the Good Men Project, another big one. I have guest posted on other people's websites, you know, in the fitness industry. That's a huge one. So you've got to do these things. And it's hard because sometimes you'll do one and the article doesn't get accepted. Okay. And you just worked for four hours. Right. You know, and then sometimes you'll submit a guest post and the person will say something like, uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. And that's all. And then, and, and you're like, uh, can I have it back? You don't right. want it, you know. <laughs> but if you say that, it's bad because you know you it, it puts them on the spot a little bit. And right. so you have all these things. You're going to battle these things as you go through, but you just have to keep going with it. And when you do finally, it's like baseball. You swing, you swing, you swing. When you get a hit, it's significant. Oh yeah. And so don't give up because you struck out three times. You know, you just got to keep swinging. And then also uh, uh, TV appearances. I've done that locally, and I'm working on some other stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, that's another one. See, when you first start out, you feel like I do about going national when you're going local, mm -hmm. which is understandable. I knew somebody that was from close to where I'm from. I did not know him at all. But I had just a little bit, so always look for just a little in. Okay. If you've got a good story. There's your end, too, because they're always looking for content. So you want to send a press release, and you send that to your local news, and you have to do it over and over and over. Usually there's three channels, something like that, right. ABC, NBC, CBS. So send it out and hope that you get a bite. Mm. It's just like fishing. I was telling uh, 
I think it was my mom this morning. Okay. That what would it be? That's actually Amazon delivery, so we're not going to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be if a great fisherman, somebody, let's say, you know, Bill Dance, because I'm from the country. He's a great fisherman, had a TV show, and he mm-hmm. goes out on his boat. They film him. He's casting like crazy. Right. What if after one of them, he just started bawling, crying? Because there was nothing on the end of the line. That would be overreaction, right? Oh, yeah. And so what you do is you just cast again. But everybody takes things to heart way too much. You should just cast again. You know, they probably got busy and always assume the best of somebody mm-hmm. instead of the worst. You know, I think Tim Ferriss said that. And I thought, that's genius. Oh, you know, yeah. we, we come up with these things. They didn't email me back. They read it. They decided that they hated me. <laughs> they decided that my hair looked terrible. And they decided that I was too short. Mm. And so now they're not going to email me back. And it's like, no, uh-uh. They probably just got busy. That was it. And they didn't think anything of it. They weren't thinking anything negative of you. And so always assume the best and just send another one later. Don't be annoying, but wait a few weeks. See what's up with them. You know, inquire about them. And the last thing I'll say is networking. I'm learning this right now. Let me tell you. It's been very frustrating. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just venting a little bit here. Mm-hmm. But you should always think, this is what I've learned so far, what can I do to help these other people? Mm. Because when you help them, in turn, it will come back to you. And so, introductions. Is there somebody you can introduce to somebody else? If so, that's going to put you in a positive light in that person's mind. Because they're going to think, man, he introduced me to so-and-so, and then me and so-and-so wrote an ebook. Oh, that guy really... $7,000 if you think about it. <laughs> and so the next time you email and you say, listen, I really need this and this, they're going to be much more inclined to help you out. And that's just, it's not anything bad. It's just the way humans are. I'm mm-hmm. that way. Everybody's that way. So think, get up and think about what can I do to help somebody today. I've actually got that in my journal, which is another thing that I've started doing. Nice. Is journaling every day. Okay. And so I put that in there. What am I grateful for? And I'll put down three things. And then who can I help today? Mm. And whether it could be just sharing somebody's blog article on Facebook too. It doesn't have to be that big. And tag them in the post, you know, and share something. Very few people do that. So there's some things to get you started. That's awesome. And I'm definitely going to take that last part too because, you know, I, I hear all the different kinds of way that people get up in the morning and they write in a journal and of course you know the, the things you're grateful for but I've yet to hear from anyone say who can I help today and, yeah and and I think that's just a a great way to to emphasize you know what you're doing each day because it takes it off it takes it away from you know what can I get from somebody as opposed and and saying you know what can I take but but really focusing on 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 service leadership and saying what what can I do to help someone else and and I imagine that when you think of that I'm sure you come up with you know great ways of of, of serving others that that are amazing and, and whether if it's just a simple you know sharing someone's post or whether it's something you know more all of that still reflects you know who who you are as a person someone who is you know going out of their way 
to help others. So so definitely thank you for sharing that and then the other tidbits that you shared as well. Um, no problem. As, as we are coming down um, to the end of the show, I did have two, probably three final questions for you. The And, and the first one that I love to ask is, you know, call to action. You know, we... We learned about your journey today, you know, where you grew up at in Kentucky and mm-hmm. and and talked about mindset and how that was in the in the in a bad place and how you were able to overcome that, you know, by seeing that concrete block and, and started making the the necessary changes and then you started progressing step by step, you know, those baby steps to get to where you are now. Uh for us, myself, um, the listeners that are tuning in today, what what is your call to action for us about whether whether you want to phrase it in athletics, excuse me, in fitness mm-hmm. or in life in general? Well, always start small and start with the most effective thing that you can think of. What you're really trying to do is start a routine that's going to benefit you. And the way to do that is to get in touch with your reasons. And those reasons have to be deeply emotional or you're not going to follow through on it. So you have to have a deeply emotional reason. And I always ask people if they're getting discouraged on on a program, I'll say, you know, remember why you first did this. Mm -hmm. Because regardless of what people tell you, getting in shape is not, it's a challenge. It's not easy. It's worthwhile. It benefits you greatly and it benefits you much more than the investment you put into it. But it's still not easy. Nothing worthwhile is easy. That's pretty much typically true in every area of life. (laughs) So what you want to do is get in touch with your reasons. Find those. Start small, but start. You have to start. You don't want to. Most people, they don't want to start small. And then they never even start. Right. It's like small is not good enough. Well, small is bigger than not starting. So start and then you got other people that finally start but they start with like let's just say somebody wanted to start mountain climbing mm-hmm. so they look up on the internet and they say this mount everest looks good let's do that one <laughs> you know what i mean it's like come on <laughs> maybe start with a hill in your backyard you know start small and then work your way up to that and do that with everything in your life and, and you're going to benefit greatly because you're going to build that routine Perfect. And then the second question that I have is, being that you are, again, someone who is fulfilling life's yearnings and and I would say living out your truth because, you know, by example of you being on my show today with me and the other things that you've been able to do, what would be your personal definition of fulfilling life's yearnings? You should be happy and content but not complacent and that is one that i picked up from aaron walker a guy that i got to know through networking he's also been on entrepreneur on fire and a bunch of podcasts he's a entrepreneur and he knows dan kennedy really well he's in a mastermind group with dan kennedy if you know that marketing genius mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh he said you need to be content but not complacent and i think that that is a super key right there you want to feel good about what you've done. You want to feel good about where you're out. You, you want to know that you're enough, but you don't ever want to stop moving because we're like bicycles. 
If we stop moving, we just fall over. Okay, so keep moving. And so contentment, but not complacency. I love it. So thank you for sharing that. And then the third question, and more of a wrap-up, is, um, again, thank you for coming on. And I really enjoyed, you know, learning from you and, and your experiences and just being able to take away how what you do in fitness is is so relatable to, you know, what we're doing in life and just those parallels between the two. Uh, what what can we do to, you know, stay in touch with what you're doing and and be able to follow your journey um, as you continue to, you know, progress and making, you know, iScience fit, you know, uh, something that is truly going to, you know, benefit uh, millions of lives? Well, if you need training, of course, go to iSciencefit.com, mm-hmm. and you'll find out all about it there. What I'd really love for you to do today is take in some of my free stuff, and you can find that at fulldisclosurefitness.com. I've got 110 podcasts so far. Go over there and check all those out. You can listen to me for hours if you so desire. I don't know if I recommend more than three hours a day of J. Scott. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, you can also go to youtube.com slash J. Scott channel, all one word, or just go to YouTube and type in J. Scott fitness and I'll pop up. A lot of my videos will pop up. I got recipes, workouts, mindset tips, how-to videos, subscribe to that channel, and you'll be following me sort of through my daily life. I pick, I, I put up about three videos a week, so I recommend doing those things. My social media is J. Scott Fitness, all one word, so check me out on there, and uh, that's how to keep up with me. That's awesome, so thank you for sharing that, and that was J. Scott. You know, I had a great time, you know, again, learning from you and, and just enjoyed your energy and, and the passion uh, that you brought onto today's show, and definitely everything that Jay was talking about will be included in today's show notes. So be sure to check that out. And again, I'm Blake Soule. Today's guest was Jay Scott. And as always, go out there and be fly. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode which is located on the home page and leave a comment the show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey to stay up to date about what's happening please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on itunes while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams. <laughs>